Shut up and sit down. However you call them, underwear, pants, briefs, knickers, they should never be worn underneath your cycling shorts. It's very important to wear our safety gear. No such thing, uh, bad student, only bad teacher. Teacher say, student do. So, you're back for more? All I can promise is mediocrity at its best. That said, I bring you the supremely mediocre podcast crew of Madly Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von Doering. I know that you only came for the intro. No worries. I won't tell the guys if you promise to keep listening. Thank you and enjoy. Hi, and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I am Jake Vondering, and today I'm here with Lance Hepler. Lance Romance in the house. Yeah. My sole purpose is to embarrass my kids. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Hey, Lance. <laughs> <laughs> Evan Price, welcome back. How's it going, guys? Good. Good to have you back in the uh, the rotation. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Matt Legrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen <laughs> of the interwebs? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Predictable. So today is, uh, it's not going to be any different for you guys. It's a little atypical for us, and we'll get into that in just a moment. Um, and normally we would jump into our back pedal, but today we are just going to pedal. And why are we just going to pedal, boys? Anyone want to chime in on this? Yeah, so we're going we're, we're gonna to record this one a touch early. It's not that early. It's probably about a week prior to the release of this particular podcast. Um, but it's a little bit earlier com- compared to what we usually do. So we don't have as much of a backpedal to talk about. Um, so calling it a pedal. Yeah, we're going to call it a pedal. Call and it a pedal. Yeah. We're, we're going to pedal just so you guys have something to listen to next week. Because uh, <laughs> we've got a lot of stuff coming up in our own personal lives. And yeah. we just kind of had to press pause. But we want to make sure that we uh, give you some. So let's pedal this thing. Evan, <laughs> mm-hmm. pedal. All right. Pedaling forward. Uh, yeah. In a couple days, I will be traveling to Cleveland, Ohio. Why Cleveland? I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> I really don't know why Cleveland. the race was decided to be in Cleveland. But uh, I will be at the national championship for the Olympic distance triathlon, along with a couple other people from this area, which is great. So, Did you have to qualify to get into that race? Y- yeah, yeah. You, you do have to qualify for nationals. Um, it's a pretty loose qualification process because they try to get as many people as they sure. can there, which sure. really, in my opinion, makes it more fun. Like when you go to that, na- it's a circus there. Yeah. It yeah. is a fun circus, though. Thousands of athletes. Oh, yeah. It yeah. is. I mean, it is jam-packed. It is. It's still... Some people hate it. It's my favorite year race all year. I love oh, it. Fun. It is so much fun to go. Anybody who's considering it, don't be intimidated by it. It is, it's like the mecca of amateur triathlon in America every single year. It, it's a blast. <laughs> yeah. So cool. much fun. Lance, you don't know this, but um, you actually did qualify. And, uh, oh, fantastic. You, you, don't have to, you, don't, you don't have to finish a triathlon, but you, you did qualify. Congratulations. I, thank I, you. You're welcome. I, yeah. I actually think if you win short track, it's kind of like when you can qualify for Boston <laughs> at Kona. You know, does anybody know you can actually yeah. qualify yeah. for the Boston Marathon at, at Kona, Kona? Which is crazy. Which, in my opinion, if you qualify for the Boston Marathon at Kona, baller. You, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you are baller. That yeah, is. You are baller. <laughs> 
But I'm pretty yeah. sure Lance yeah. is coming with me now because he did qualify at short track after. But I mean, right. what, if, what, if you just, what if that was like the whole plan where you're just like, tank the swim, tank <laughs> the bike. Like, just like, you're just like constantly taking in water on the bike and you're like, all right, let's Boston qualify yeah. this thing. 110 heart rate the whole time, warm up cool. for that. That would be, be cool. awesome. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like did a 14-hour qualifying Boston time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's your big reason why you're not going to be around next week because you're going to be uh, traveling back from nationals. Yeah. How are you feeling for this thing? Um, you know, I never like making like big in my head, I make plenty of like goals for myself. Like I have lots of goals. I really yeah. don't like voicing a lot of those because right. for me, it's like, I'm just going to go there. It's fine. <laughs> I like, so I'm, I'm not somebody who gets skittish before races at all. I love, like, I love going into a race knowing that I've prepared for it. And this is, I have no nerves about the preparation going into this race. Is uh, Cleveland at elevation? so two things I, I i don't think i could get any further away from what saint george is and what bend oregon is than cleveland ohio it's humid uh, sea level and not okay. dry heat you're gonna kill it then <laughs> that's what, what i'm hoping i know you're swimming well i know you're biking well how's the mm. running going um, the running's been steady all year okay and i've put together some really long good run weeks okay. consistently all year so okay. The Sounds run good. is not something I'm nervous about. Good. I'm really not nervous about the bike. I'm excited to go out there and hammer on the bike. You'll, I mean, you're going to have people to race, which yeah. is yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, that is definitely. I just got to keep the head on the turn signals and make sure that I'm turning correctly yeah. and yeah. not getting lost on the course. <laughs> yes, right. So you fly out uh, tomorrow, tomorrow morning, super so that's, early. That's Thursday. And then you race on Saturday or Saturday. Sunday? Okay. Saturday. Cool. Yeah. So by the time uh, the people listening to the podcast hear the podcast, they can go check results. Yeah. Yep. The results will be out. USAT. Yeah. Yep. USAT. Okay. So let's take some bets. Yeah. Uh, How are yeah. we going to do here, buddy? So I'm going to let you three take bets on here. Well, let's. So my, my best finish at nationals was like, I think 38th or 39th is as good as I've ever done. Okay. I was like two years ago, I want to say. Out of how many people? Is this for your age group? No, no, That's that overall. was. This is that overall. was overall. That was overall. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like the Olympic <laughs> distance a lot. Yeah. So where do we set the over under at? Let's set the over under at twenty. Twenty. Wow. Yeah. Top twenty. So overall. You're feeling that this good, is overall. Huh? I'm feeling that good. This is this is why I told somebody. I expect myself to be top thirty. Good day is top twenty. Everything goes perfect is top ten. Okay. Yeah. So let's just do over under. Uh, what do you think, Lance? Over or under? Uh under. 15th. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Lance, I like that pressure. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Matt? Uh, I you don't know. You've had, so he has, he's had some rough races this season. He, yes. So, it's been some you know, underperforming. It could, it could just be like, he thinks he's great and, and all that stuff, but, but no. He's right. Uh, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say like top 10. Like, I think okay. this is going to be one of those years where you're just like, damn i feel good comes together for one race the right? whole year Where you're like you hammer the bike <laughs> and you get off and you run your legs feel a little wobbly but then it comes back around and you're like oh yeah i'm gonna have a good run like this is all gonna come together and that's that's yeah. top 10 performance if i mean you, you know it's one of those things where you have to have that day but yeah that's what i'm hoping it's for. gotta be that day yeah. yeah matt put more pressure than i did i know he did yeah did, <laughs> you, feel, did you feel the pressure increase <laughs> yes it just cranked Jake, it up jake's gonna crank it up even more i don't <laughs> like this <laughs> I'm going to say under as well, and I'm going to say it's because your bike is going to be really good, and it's going to be better than so. you're going to anticipate because yeah. you've been out riding with the boys, and yes. they've been putting putting it to you. Yes. So um, if you've been running solid and your swim, you've, you've been saying that your swim is, is good or better than it's been, Yeah. 
I think I think that everybody's going to go under on yeah. you. So no pressure. This is all. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If I come back and I put down the bike split that I want to, I have a big a round of whatever on me dinner slash beers on me for every <laughs> dialed guy who has been dropping me and hurting me for the last two months so right. lance included in that dibs on lance's beer I'm yes i was gonna lance. say lance's beer goes to jake i'll split, I'll split it with you matt <laughs> no uh, matt quit drinking beer this yeah. morning yes well, said that. Yeah. this is matt's pedal <laughs> i haven't i haven't had a drink in almost an hour so this is impressive yeah <laughs> yeah so i um just you know definitely taking a couple I've taken a little bit of time off of drinking and it's so ridiculous. Like my weight has dropped probably like five pounds. Just like, like just, boom. and it's just not drinking. <laughs> it's like just not thing. drinking. And it's like, it's, it's probably more than five pounds. It's like probably like six or seven. So pounds. You're, you lost six pounds. You're looking leaner um, right now. I haven't done anything except for yeah. not drinking. I'm not even training. Like I'm not, it's really bad. Oh, so uh, what, so what goal did you set for yourself, Matt? Weight wise? No, 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 no. What? What what oh, race goal okay. did you so, just yeah? So uh, on the last podcast, I was fiddling with my phone while Jake was rambling on, and I signed up for signed <laughs> like up for Ironman signed up for Ironman Canada, uh-huh. and uh, that is going to require um, me to be trim because it is going to be a lot of climbing. A lot. Of so climbing. yeah. So that that's going to be the. Uh, Did you say nine thousand feet of climbing in that hundred and twelve mile? I may ride? need to get air it's checked on that. A, but it's I'm just pretty a touch sure it's under, nine. Well. The, so here's what Iron Man does. They love to do this. They love to like go have, a, you know, whatever course, whatever it is. And, and they'll say, oh, it's not that bad. It's not that, you know, there's, if you read the description, it's like, there's some hills and then there's some flat sections. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they'd like to call And then there's some downhills. And, <laughs> and then they'll be like, it'll be like 9,000 feet of climbing or whatever. And they'll be like, it's only 7,000 feet of climbing. I mean, this is a, this is, <laughs> they will, they will chop off elevation. And so if you go see, some, I mean, Everyone else is going to go ride the course, and there's so much data out there for the exact elevation. Like, oh, an Ironman yeah. is just like, nope, it's 7,000. <laughs> <laughs> they will boldly lie. And, oh just, and I gosh. think they do that. I mean, obviously, they want people to sign up for yeah. it. So, yeah. Yeah. I wish, I wish they would just like just come up with some race course. I mean, really, Ironman well, Canada is it, but I hope, I wish they would just come up with some brutally hard course and be honest about their like, if you're going to sign up for this, it's going to be hard. Right. And I think they could be attracted to do something like that because there are races like Alaska Man. We had one yeah. of our friends do that recently. Alp Duez Triathlon. The Alp Duez yeah. Triathlon. Yeah. There's the Norseman Triathlon, yeah. which is like the big, that's the one I think of when I think of Those these, get like, big numbers. They, they do. They do well in their, their lottery. They sell out really quickly and that's what Ironman's all yeah. about. So they are for profit. Yeah. Yes. You right, know, so. so so I will also be racing this with Matt, and I can promise you that I'm going to set a PR in my Ironman. Oh, because you've never because I've never Iron done Man. one before. I am setting that bar super low. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else you're Should looking forward to this it. weekend? Um, this coming week. So pretty soon here, and I'll be talking about this in the future. Uh, me, my myself, and my Edge Cycling Technologies. Uh, buddies will be going to Reno, Nevada for the Interbike Conference. Uh-huh. Cool. So we will talk about that in the future. You know dates on that? Uh, that is the week of September 15th. Okay. Yep. So that's soon. Mm-hmm. Coming Jeez. up. Yeah. It's exciting stuff. But yeah, that's that. That's my forward pedal. Is that what we're calling yeah. this? Yeah. Yeah. Pedal, pedal. It's just pedal. pedal. You just forward. Normal pedal. <laughs> Normal pedal. We're just pedaling here. <laughs> Lance, pedal this thing. Um, next week, um, I am taking my youngest daughter to college oh, yeah. to oh. drop her off so that's that's where i'll be for the first couple of days um, are, you, are you gonna have room to fit her in the car with all those bikes or what? um <laughs> well she's taking her own car <laughs> okay, so good. i get to take my own truck good. with my own bikes yeah, good. <laughs> good so me and my wife are gonna drive her down there and just help her 
get in. I don't know. Just so so. Give us an idea about moving in because I I grew up with myself and a brother. So I've seen how young men move into college apartments. How does a female move into Uh, a college apartment? It's a whole different ball game. There, it's everything's frilly and organized. Right, oh, boy. Yeah, it's not like you like haul worth of stuff too. <laughs> when we when we took our son, I, I, we just packed up his stuff in the car and said, "See ya." Yep, <laughs> go figure it out. <laughs> but we're like hand delivering Darby to Washington State in in Pullman, so I'm not exactly Sir, uh, sure. Dorm why. room sponsored by Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> it's something like that. <laughs> they make a uh, no, there's this yeah. sack full of stuff. There's a whole I've... car full of stuff that's going with her. So. so I don't think I've ever been to Pullman. How's the cycling there? You gonna get um, out Um for... it's it's in the Palouse region okay. of eastern Washington. It's right on the border of Idaho and so there's lots of rolling hills. Yeah. No no real big climbs, but lots of rolling hills. Uh, there are no um, there's no bike lanes. There's oh, no yeah. shoulders. Oh, boy. So it's a little. Can you drive somewhere and find some place? Yeah, there's there's a there's a couple of bike paths. Right. You know, dedicated bike. Actually, there's only one. So you know, it's a seven mile section. So how many times can you do a seven mile section a out lot. and back? Ten. <laughs> you can do it a lot of times. So I I may ride once or twice while I'm out there. Oh come oh, on, man! Well, you <laughs> per know, day. He's talking about per day. Yeah. Yeah. Per day. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that makes more sense. We're driving a full day, and then we're moving her yeah. in, and yeah. then we're driving back the next day. So if I, you think of it this way, if she's upstairs too, that's how. how oh, that's right. How much feet of elevation gain is that going to be? You, <laughs> that's going to be at least three thousand of elevation gain. When you go to the U-Haul, pick one small thing, carry it upstairs, <laughs> right. come back downstairs, get one small thing, <laughs> and tell, small tell the girls you're doing all of the I'm, unpacking. I'm yeah. doing the work. I'm doing all the ride unpacking. Ride your bike to and from the apartment. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, it's a 40-mile ride. Yeah. <laughs> how about in the spirit of the over-under that we did for Evan? Oh. How about we do uh, <laughs> the over-under <laughs> of Strava KOMs that Lance oh, yeah. takes out there? Because they are oh, rolling hills. True. Lance is fit, and he's got his uh, big fit. watts per kilo that he loves to attack those rolling hills. How many, boys? How many? Okay. I'm going to say seven. Seven? And that's that's pretty light, you know, because uh, could that, be, you yeah. know, if he's only going to do a couple of rides. I'll go I'll go eight because we're going over-under rules okay. here. So, so I'll go okay. eight. So we're going to set the over-under at eight? Yeah. Let's set it at eight. Okay. So over-under, sure. meta eight. Under. Under? I'm going to say over then. Oh. I think he'll I'm go saying, on two rides and grab all of them. <laughs> I'm saying way under because a couple of weeks ago I was out there and I took a stab at a few and I did not get there very many. <laughs> Insider information. He's a, yep. He's a weak fitter. It needs to be windy. He's a weak fitter. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take even money on that one. So. All right. And then when I get back from uh, Pullman, I'm flying to Vegas the very next day for like five days. Man. So I'm. Uh, this is this is nice. Rec- I mean, do you remember when we talked? I forget what was it the first time we did South Rim where you like had actually said, oh, I actually rested for like a day or a two day. before that. And you had legs that you thought you would just yeah. absolutely killing it the whole time. I know. But I am going to fly my bike with me to right. Vegas. Yeah. I'm going to Vegas for a very important reason. It is our fantasy football draft with Michael. Oh, that's 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 that time of year? Big. It is that time oh, of my year. Gosh. In the spirit of over <laughs> under, <laughs> top five in the league for Lance. How many people are there? There's eight. Eight? Okay, four. No, 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 top three. Podium. We're treating this as a podium. Last year, I got last place, just so you okay. know. Okay. I completely tanked <laughs> last year. 
But anyway, for the listeners that don't know this and previous podcasts, if you go back and you listen to him, you'll find out that if Lance loses, he potentially has to shave his legs. Oh, which, yeah. Wax no, his legs. Wax oh, sorry, his wax legs, legs. Which yeah. is much worse than yeah. shaving. Yeah. It involves a. Are arms included pain. in this? And no arms. Yeah. No arms. Who's the commissioner okay. of your league? His name's Ryan Lee. He actually has sent oh. us in. Okay, Ryan, I know pictures. that you listened to this. I'm <laughs> <He> officially <does. laughs> launching a uh, uh, little protest here, and we're going to petition that um, Lance has to la- wax his legs for losing last year. So <laughs> yes, well, yeah, we're going to we're going to launch that right now. He should probably, retroactively. Yeah. probably show up for his you know in the kickoff with yeah. sh- with, with freshly waxing. Wax. Yes. Yeah. We're legs. launching a freshly formal complaint that, that d- d- didn't might, happen. So let's do it. Possible they make me do it or, when I show or, up. Yeah, the group could just have the waxing ready there prior to the draft. They're going to they're going to want to be there for that. I might get held down and dry shaved if I'm not oh, careful. Oh I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like oh, I can probably fun. So I'll take my bike with me and, and I'll I'll do a few rides out there I think in Good. in the stupid heat. Oof. So Vegas there's only a few decent rides in the Vegas area and I've done most of them so but we'll yeah. go back and do some fun. Good. Is that it? That's it. Unless you want to hear about a short back pedal. Yeah, we do. Short sure. back pedal. I, so, I rode this morning with uh, with Doctor Myers, Michael Myers, uh-huh. just mm-hmm. the two of us, and it was a four hour hammer fest. That's awesome. <laughs> it was. God, you two are fit right now. It was just the two of us, and we we hurt each other. What time a, did you get started? So we left at six okay. a.m. Yeah. So after after nationals here, we need you, me, Mike Myers. I went with David. Uh, David Goodman and Kim to Savi. Yeah, let's hear about and this. and and John Myers. But we we need to bring Lance and Mike to this next one because you I guys. Just, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't ride on Sunday. I know. Can and we it's make a it a Sunday. Saturday Savi? We could just make it a team Savi shootout. A team Savi shootout. David, it wouldn't be the same. David actually mentioned that. And so did John Myers. Said that that would be really cool. Well, there there is a Saturday no drop ride starting on August twenty fifth. In Vancouver, okay, they're Camus. in in Camus. in Camus. yeah, <laughs> in Camus. So they're actually they're gonna <laughs> do laps around Lacamas Lake. Oh, oh, is this what cool. Dustin Lord? Yes. it's, it's actually not around Lacamas Lake though. I thought it was when well, I first looked at it. It looked like they changed it a little bit. It's just on the north side. There's a loop that they created, yeah. so they'll go by it, but they're not gonna go around. Is that it. like towards Battleground area almost? Well, it's like up no. Ledbetter, the oh, north side, up and, Got it. Okay. and up and then circle back around. Yeah, come so, near the airport. Over so there. just just for some background for people, this, and that'll this, be a Saturday ride. Okay, I would yeah. definitely jump into that. The the Savi Island shootout is a ride that is. So I'm a, was a complete noob to this, so I'm probably not the person to be explaining this super well. But it is a very popular Portland ride. Yep, it's a Sunday morning. Yeah, it's a drop ride. Oh, it is a full. It yeah. is a no mercy ride. Yeah. yeah, which means you. It's between thirty and fifty people, or we something actually, like that. We so it you leave with thirty or fifty. You yeah. pick up quite a few on yeah. the way over the St. John's Bridge before you get to St. John's Bridge. It's so. a it's a soft pedal for the first ten miles, and then it's two laps around Savi Island mm-hmm. at Break full pace. on race yeah. pace. Yeah, for 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 anybody here who's you know gone on these type of rides it's it's averaging right at 28 yeah 28 miles an hour for two laps and the laps are it's about 25 miles total yeah yeah a little bit over 25 miles total i think it's crazy it is beastly yeah i've done it i've done it a couple times before they switched it to sunday okay they started on saturday and decided sunday was a better day for it and i haven't been able to go back since it was on sunday but yeah 
But so, it is brutal. Yeah, it is. It it is it is good race practice. Oh my god, yeah. yeah, yeah. If anybody wants to like get ready for road season, that's the ride right there. That's a good place to go cut your teeth on like riding in group, the group dynamics yep. that happen yep. in a race type of situation, yep. riding in packs, and and yep. you know just how that whole thing unfolds. Yeah. If you want to learn about racing and you're not really wanting to go do a race per se that's right away, one. that's yeah. a good place to go learn. So there's how, good uh, people out there that will help oh, yeah. show you the ropes yeah. too. How a fast Very pace nice line teams. works. Yeah. How 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 you break. So how people attack. Yeah. How you try to pull back the attacks. All the stuff you'd see in a race you see in yeah. a Savi shootout. And this is where I'm, I'm sure Jake, I know, has been on this ride too. Uh, getting off the front there, you had to be going 30 plus yeah. to get off the front. That was, yeah. yeah, it's a fun group though. Absolutely. Good pace lining too. I've, just so you know, mm-hmm. I've been dropped every time I've done it. Really? Yeah. You wouldn't I've be dropped never now. made it. You, yeah. you, I've never now. made it to the final sprint, yeah. but that was a year ago. Yeah. yeah. Or, you, you'd be there. Yeah. That would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So as you heard Lance just say, he's going to be out of town. He'll be in Pullman. So that's why Lance will not be here for our normal uh, sit-down yeah. recording now, time. So um, that's part let's, two. <laughs> let's hear why Jake will not be there. Which well, is actually, uh, we'll say me for last. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's, get to, let's get to Matt. Matt. I, I, Pat, I, don't, I don't have anything that I can really talk about. I'm going up to Mount Hood, and I'm going to do some fun stuff, probably bring a gravel bike and hopefully do some swimming up on mm-hmm. there's a lake up there and then depending on how the cats are doing maybe i'll do some a little bit of light running yeah but i'll definitely do some filming i'll bring some some fa- camera gear and stuff like yeah. that and do nice. some fun stuff that way so are you doing anything are you going up there for any other reason than just to go up there or do you have something planned or um uh, nothing i can really talk about yeah ah, so sorry yeah, yeah. teaser yeah. well uh it's important we'll move on <laughs> yeah yeah um i guess the stuff i can talk about is um let's see the I guess we have. You're I'm gonna, gonna have do a some camera time. with you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm gonna. I, 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 I'm Jake and I are like into cameras. Like we like taking, you know, photos of stuff. Like totally getting dorked up on all the camera gear. So I'm hoping to bring some camera stuff and take as many photos as possible and hopefully make a video of some sort. So good. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So I won't be here on that Monday for the podcast that we normally do on Monday. But uh, Jake, the real question is, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm kind of beat right now, to be honest with you, but yeah. um, yeah, it's, I'm going in for surgery in uh, a couple of days and, and just kind of battening down the hatches and getting ready for that. Um, I've got my, my three S's coming up with the surgery and then a short sleep and then lots of suffering. So, um, and that's all in the spirit of getting healthy and better. So I had all my pre-op appointments done and all my lab works done and um, went and met with physical therapy and got my uh, sling immobilizer thing fit and just... Uh, Getting ready to have the surgery done so that I can actually start getting, um, getting, getting, getting better. So, I mean, yeah. we're over nine weeks into this whole thing now, and I've got surgery with another six weeks of immobilizer. And then, I don't know, gosh, how, how many months would you say of physical therapy? How many uh, weeks of physical therapy, Evan? It's going to be close to six months, I would say. Yeah, so... Um, You're a quick healer, though. You showed that early. That's so. what everybody keeps saying. But I know. Um, <laughs> we are nine weeks into this thing, and I'm still over here squirming because my shoulder's just killing me, so... Anyway, there's not too much for me to forward pedal. That's just going to be me uh, sitting in a uh, recliner. And um, yeah. Yeah. So if podcasts are coming out slower or whatever, you know, our, our listeners, our expectations or whatever they are, you know, I think people hopefully can can understand that uh, uh, some, some of us are suffering. Some of <laughs> yeah. us are suffering. It's so. going to be my goal, though, to make us stay on track with the exception of this coming Monday, just because we all got different things going on in summertime. And yeah. uh, you guys are all doing fun things and I'll uh, offset that. <laughs> and um yeah, we'll we'll do our best to stay on track. But yeah, mm-hmm. if it does slip up, we'll uh, we'll let you know, and we'll make sure to try and stay yeah. on track as best as possible. So, 
Anything else, yeah. guys? No. We cool. should start a countdown to Jake getting all of his KOMs back. <laughs> uh, right after the surgery, I'm going to come over time table for Have you even lost any KOMs since oh, you've I, in the past I nine get weeks? notifications all the time. There's uh, one that I've got to grab from you. It's, it's, it's the Lake Road one, but I'm not sure if I can. I looked at his time. I'm like, I'm not even sure if that's possible. That was, I don't yeah, know what he was yeah. on that day. But. He, was a, he was a car. He was on a car. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually talking with Michael Myers because I got a little, uh-oh, you yeah. lost your KOM to Michael Myers uh, just a few days ago. And I was like, congratulating him on that he called me just to check in and whatnot and uh he was super apologetic he's like totally didn't mean to do that too and it's my policy that i don't do that to people that are teammates i'm like no man go take it you know why (laughs) i I tell people go take all of them because when i go out and train that's a carrot i don't need a big trophy case of all these koms i mean that that doesn't mean anything to me it's fun to have them but um i'll go back and chase them pushing yeah exactly so i'll build that into an interval set or a training routine and i'll Try and take it back, and if yeah. I do, then then great. We're just making each other stronger and faster. So yeah, don't I, my don't, goal don't hold is, back. My goal is to snag one of Jake's, you know, KOM at some point. We're gonna life. have to. In my, it's like a life. That's like a life goal. That's a life goal. Yeah. <laughs> that's a life goal. So yeah. anyway, let's get into our little roundtable discussion here. We are going to talk about um, the newbie cyclists, the rookie cyclists, uh, triathletes that are that are green, people that are new to both sports. And ways that we can help you guys um, kind of just learn the ropes, um, whether it be mic maintenance or like talking about like you know stuff that are that's physiologically applicable um, to gear and things of that nature. So we're just going to run around the table here, and we're going to talk about some stuff that we personally think would uh, benefit you if you're a, a newbie cyclist. Um, if you are somebody who has been around the block quite a few times, and you hear something that we miss, we would love for you to reach out and ping us on Facebook. And this is kind of a a part of us just giving back to the community and, and really helping everybody get on the same page and, and sharing information. So um, ping us on the old book face um, yes. at Dial yeah. Podcast. Uh, shoot us emails, uh, any one of our first names at Dial Podcast or uh, info at Dial Podcast. And uh, let us know what you think. Let us know if we forgot something or elaborate. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's get this thing started. Um, Evan, why don't you start? We'll start with the youngest at the table. How about yes. that? Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so what, what, one of my like biggest things, I think, especially, and I'll talk about the triathletes, but this also goes straight into cycling too, is cycling is so, I, I like the heyday of indoor cycling. It's good, solid, you know, interval training kind of teaches you the idea behind some of these adaptations as you get faster. But I really think getting into groups and learning how to bump elbows with people, stay on the bike comfortably, grab your water bottles is a big yeah. thing. I think being able to grab, so I'll I'll talk about, I'll make mine kind of the, the talking on just purely bike handling here. Okay. Is being able to grab the water bottle with both hands very comfortably in a group. Because there will be times where it's probably a better idea to maybe grab with your left hand if you're used to grabbing with your right hand. Mm-hmm. And being able to drink while keeping the bike nice and steady because we've all been holding your line yes we've all been behind that guy and i've even been that guy when you get tired and you go to reach that bottle and you're squirrely yeah you're squirrely all of a sudden and you lose speed because you're you know focusing on the water but getting comfortable with that will make the ride especially in groups much more enjoyable but you got to get out there and just ride with the groups that's the one thing that cycling is so different than triathlon is that you got to learn that bike handling. And I wish more triathletes would take that seriously and really say like, 
This yeah. year, I'm going to go on some local bike rides once a week. That's it. You, yeah. you don't need to be doing it every single day, but just once a week yeah. at least. Let's yeah. elaborate real quick on that on the water bottle grabbing. Yeah. So if you think about this, if you grab with one hand and you're drinking with said hand and you're new and you're not comfortable with having both hands off the wheel, which you probably shouldn't have off anyway, yeah. think about what hand is still on the bars. And if for some reason you have to grab the brakes in a, in a, a pinch, mm-hmm. if your left hand is on the bar, which brake are you grabbing? Yep. You know, you don't want to go flying yep. over the bars. So think about that kind of stuff. Yep. Like you want to yeah. think about, you know, that and you want to make sure that you look down the road. And mm-hmm. if you see something coming up, if you see a turn or you uh, you see something that, you know, could cause the rest of the group to slow down. And, and that's probably not the best time for you to be grabbing that bottle. Yes. So think about um, like making yourself be predictable <laughs> and, you know you don't want to yeah. like take that water bottle and like oh crap all of a sudden i've got to do all these things and i'll have one hand on the bars um but think about what's coming up and just pick the right time and make yep. sure that you know which hands on the bars and which hand which brake does which yes. um some of you crazy people out there who switch the 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 brakes around there are some of you out there that they come from like a motocross background like they'll you know the front brake will be where the rear brake is oh, yeah they'll, they'll actually switch that stuff up so wow. um I don't want to say that you know, that everybody like the front brake is the left and the rear brake is the right, um, but just think about that kind of stuff. Or if you have to, you know, be in a situation where you need to be shifting gears. Mm-hmm. And then here's another thing: those bottles don't cost very much money. If for some reason you need to get your hands back on the bar, don't toss a bottle. Just yeah. toss the <laughs> just bottle. You can always circle back and get it if you have to. But it's not the end of the world if that bottle doesn't find its way back in the cage. And if you do toss it, throw it out of the way of everybody so that nobody runs it over. Yeah, so, sorry. Little, definitely. You know, definitely. Yeah. I will say that a, a lot of times. Well, most of the time, triathletes are on time trial bikes right. or mm-hmm. triathlon bikes. Yep. And those are significantly squirrelier oh, yeah. than a road yeah. bike. So it, it's harder mm-hmm. to grab a bottle in a group. Then again, if you're on a time trial bike, you might have a water bottle yeah. or water or hydration system or yeah. an aero bottle or something. But I think some that's of that's just like as squirrely to get down to those aero bottles sometimes, yeah. though. Yeah. It's a more aggressive position. You're leaning way over the bike. I. Usually, I mean, I don't really feel as comfortable sitting up and going without hands on those time trial yep. bikes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But on a road bike, it's like the bike just handles so much better. Yeah. So just more balanced. Yeah, it's yeah. it's definitely. Yeah, and this is, I think, also where we get into, you know, new newbie triathlete world. If you have a road bike, it is a good idea to ride that. I I think we got into this this era where it's like if you're a triathlete, you can only you know only always ride the triathlon bike. The thing with the triathlon time trial position is you actually put out more power on the road bike. So if we're right. talking about you developing as an early cyclist, getting time in on the road bike, I think is is great, which is why having a local team that you ride with as a triathlete is not something you should be scared of. It's actually to make you a better cyclist. I'm guessing a, f- I, you know, I wouldn't say all the professional triathletes, but I'm guessing that there's a, a good solid percentage that spend more than half their time on road bikes. Absolutely. You know, it's it's hard to say because I know a lot of them are doing a lot of indoor riding now. But I'm just thinking to myself, like, I bet you a off fair the, m- off the top of my head, Cameron Wharf, yeah. the Cannondale cycling pro who now is right. like the best bike split in, in yes. triathlon, said he spends more than ninety percent of his right. time on his road About bike. Ninety percent, yeah, yeah. But a lot of newbie triathletes aren't going to have both types of bikes. Right. That's, That's true. true. That is true. So yeah. Well, and a lot of newbie triathletes are going to have a road bike with clip yes. on arrow bars, which should handle pretty decently. It should handle pretty decently. Yeah. 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 That's true. So Absolutely. Don't let don't let people make fun of your clip on arrow bars. No. No. They're fine. Rock those things, those. Those things be, are great because be honestly like <laughs> I mean, they work. Yep. You're cutting yeah. you're cutting some serious time off your your bike split just by dropping those clip-ons in there. Definitely. So. 
also get comfortable with reaching into your back pocket for nutrition. Since we're talking about water bottles, yeah, if you yeah. got to go for that gel, make sure you're okay with a little bit of a twist while you're riding. This yeah. morning, I'm riding with Michael Myers, and uh, Michael rode a century. I rode like 86 miles. Um, we averaged almost 21 miles an hour oh for gosh. all that with some climbing. And there was a, a, a section where I needed some nutrition. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Mike was not going to let you just and, go and grab it and easy. <laughs> so I pulled ahead of, I pulled ahead of Mike and reached in my back pocket and grabbed my, you know, the nutrition. I was you know, the scratch labs, uh, the little gel things. The chews? Yeah. The, the chews, yeah. which I really like. And as soon as I did that, Michael's like, let me go to the front and you can sit in my draft while you take a nutrition. And of course he almost dropped me because I had already, I was fading. Yeah. So, but yeah, you, you got to learn to do that. Stuff. Breathe in between bites. Yes. Breathe in between bites. Yeah. And get that stuff down. So yeah. Anything else you can think of on that topic in terms um, of just the bike handling stuff? Uh, well, I was I was gonna say in terms of the nutrition, but it goes with the bike handling. If you're yeah. gonna take in the water nutrition, I always think it's a better idea to take it in an area where your heart rate's a little bit lower. Mm -hmm. yeah. Also, bike handling's a little bit easier when. Yeah. You're not at 180 beats a minute. You're at 130 or 40. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, yeah. if your heart rate is lower because you're bombing down a hill, that's probably not the best. That is true. That. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's 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 think about terrain there. If you're hitting turns, you're I, like, oh, my heart rate's 120. This yeah. is a perfect time to. <laughs> I used to always eat on the hills, which is weird, but I, I always found it easier. And I used I mean, to always eat on descents, to be honest, really? which I should okay. not say that on this, but yeah. I'll sit tucked in and just sucked out my little gel there. Well, yeah. in an Ironman event, you want to kind of keep your watts a little bit even, so the hills yeah. are going to feel really easy. Yes. Yeah. For a while. Compared you know. to, yeah, road cycling, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're keeping those watts even and you're going uphill, you're just not going as fast. So, yes, that's yeah. probably a very safe place to be doing that. Yeah. 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 It seems like you can breathe and yeah. eat, and that's important. And you can also just like do a season across. There's your bike handling. <laughs> yeah, that's true. yeah, show up to the Wednesday cross. Those are coming up. Yeah, Those yeah. are coming up. Lance, what you got on this, man? Um, I, I think it'd be good to cover like pre-ride bike maintenance things that you sure. should do yeah. and oh, post-ride bike yes. maintenance things absolutely. Yeah. that you should do. Mm -hmm. So wh what are the, one of the things I always do before I go out is I always check the the pressure on my tires yep. Yep. and yep. I generally have to pump them up a little bit. What right. kind of tire pressure do you guys run on a road Good bike? Good question. Racer training. Racer yeah. training. Yeah. No, and it, yeah, definitely. Training. It depends on, okay, training. Uh, it, it depends, you know, like if I'm going training with Jake or something like that, then I sometimes pump, <laughs> make sure I have a little extra tire pressure because, you know, I, I want that little extra edge to be able to keep, keep up with him as long as possible. Um, you know, if I'm just taking the training bike and I'm going easy by myself and stuff like that usually I'll pinch it and if it doesn't feel you know too soft I'll roll with it because you know and that that could be um even under 80 psi you know so I I don't mind rolling you know something a little bit lower as long as it's not going to bottom out um but so the lower air pressure you have the so more risk of a pinch flat if you hit that's right. something point. in the road or a sure. pothole yeah. or something like that you have to be mm -hmm. running pretty it depends pretty too low. on the it, it's going to depend on like the um the tire width and the rim width and things like that too yeah. but i think it, it will do I, I would say i i don't think you're gonna get i don't know i i'm i'm probably gonna 
eat my own words, but like, I think if you're running, you know, 80 PSI, Max you're right, not going to, I, I don't think, <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe we could pinch flat still. Yeah. I think it's all about like what you hit and you know, how yeah. hard you hit it. Well, there's a big difference if you're running a 23 mil tire or if you're yeah. running a 28 yep. mil tire yeah. with 80 yep. PSI. So you have to kind of weigh in, like you said, right. you know, what's yeah. this, what tire you're running. I ride 25 mil tires on my road bike and I almost, I always pump them up to 90 or 95. Yeah. That's about Which right. I think is that's perfect, about, right? God, I'm I'm gonna be the outlier yeah, I here. I well, train on 110. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so yeah. so super uncomfortable. What tire so width are you riding though? 23. 23. So the 23s, you right. generally are gonna run a little bit more yeah. PSI. Yeah. So that's a, like if you were to compare the two, um, mm-hmm. comparatively speaking, you're probably not too far off. No, yeah. just a skosh actually more yeah. PSI. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. And For then I'll I'll like, I'll usually race on 120. Yeah. We were me and me and Matt were right. just talking about this. I wanna I I do wanna make a video about this where we talk about like optimal tire pressure because there are there are, there have been some people that have done some research. So because all it, it almost looks like rolling resistance decreases um there's an exponential trade off, but it's like it almost decreases with increase in tire pressure. So if you have you know, tire pressure of 30, like you're, you're, there's more tire contact to the ground and it's, it's lower, you know, it's higher, um, rolling resistance. Mm-hmm. So, so it's slower, slower. Yes. It's, but it's, it's interesting because then there's another study that's like, well, we looked at some other things and we think that at a certain point when you're at 140 PSI yep. or whatever it is, um, when you hit something like, let's say there's a rock or pebble or something yeah. in the road and, and granted, like this is, you know, happening all the time with chip sealed roads and whatever you have, but, uh, the bike can't roll, um, can't dimple and roll forward through it. It has to hit that dimple or rock or whatever and go up. So that's significantly harder. And so there's, there's one group of people that are saying like, yeah, I mean, if you roll this tire on a drum and, you increase the tire pressure, it's just going to be faster. But we don't ride on these like smooth barrel drums. We ride on like chip seal roads and yeah. all kinds of other things. And so there's, there's some, there's a something to that. And yeah. I do want to make a video about it and I, I will probably give recommendations like, and, and they're going to actually depend on your weight too, right? Like you yeah. weigh, you know, Evan weighs a dollar 25, uh, a <laughs> little bit know, light there. Yeah. <laughs> he can, he can, you know, hit a certain tire pressure and you know, someone that's heavier may need a different tire pressure. So when I was two ten, if I rolled at yeah, 80 what PSI, if I would, if I rolled at 80 PSI, I, I got pinch, pinch flat. flats. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So right. I had to pump it up to yep. 110 or something. And now right. Lance weighs 135, 145 now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like 175 now. You can see a pretty good, close. <laughs> you can see a pretty good example of what Matt's talking about when you kind of take that into the mountain biking world and yeah. you start yeah. looking at the yes. guys who are rolling with really low rolling resistance and, and they want to get as low as they possibly can without the, the tire rolling off the bead or right. bottoming out mm-hmm. hitting the wheel. So it's um, just kind of compliance is what they're calling yeah. it. So it's absorbing a, a lot of what the, the road or the train has in store for them and they're rolling over that stuff faster, faster as opposed to... Or almost through it. Yeah, through, exactly. The tire. As opposed to bouncing up and down and losing yeah. contact, which yes. you're you're wasting yes. watts, you're wasting um, right. your, your forward motion and yeah. it's slowing you down. So, so so it'd be interesting if we can find out there if there's good research that there's a weight to PSI ratio that's going to allow you the most contact over a chip seal road to continue so that when you're putting out those watts, it's not in midair. Yeah. You know, you're not right. bouncing up off of the chip seal. It's got it. But you're not. Yeah. Bob, so but you're not increasing the the width of that. 
you know, contact too far to where you're actually increasing your rolling resistance yeah. too much. My yeah. gut feeling is for triathlon, it's probably pretty high. 110, yeah. you know, somewhere in that, that range is my guess. I've but met guys who will race 131. I, I, yeah, I, know. I was in transition scary. once in nationals. I had this kid next to me. He swore, and on the side of this kid's actually a professional now, so right. whatever he was doing was working, working well for him. He swore by racing at 140 every single time. I worry Lean about kick, like you blow kick. a tire in uh, that's transition, exactly pump what it I up. was thinking. Well, not only that, you, <laughs> there's that, and then there's like the hey, if, if the weather, temp, you know, if the temperature goes up, a lot of these races, you're setting Boom. up your bike early yeah. in the morning, and then you're racing. You know, you do your swim yeah. or whatever. The race finally goes Why off. Could you imagine that? And it's Boom. 20 degrees warmer. <laughs> it's like a shotgun in there. <laughs> and, and you just yeah. And I've heard that where you know you just hear in transition, you just hear this, you know, pop, yeah, almost like a pop. So, um, in, in the spirit of the, the noob listening to this or somebody yeah, that's just yeah. kind of curious, going down the rabbit, rabbit hole, again. <laughs> don't, don't crank it up the 140 yeah. noobs. <laughs> well, pay attention to your weight, pay attention to the tire selection that you have, right. uh, selected and you have on your bike and take a look at the terrain that you're going to ride on. Um, there's going to be a happy medium there. So, yes. I mean, if you're a little bit heavier, you're going to have to roll with a little bit more tire pressure. Mm -hmm. Um, if you've got a little bit wider tire, you can back off of that just a skosh. And if you're going to be riding on a really crappy road, um, you know, you might want to have a little bit more compliance in your tire so that your your tire right. can roll over that smoother. So you might want to just back off just a touch more, but not too yeah. much to where you're going to pinch flat. So it's going to be happy medium. Um, <laughs> I hate to say Google this, but right. um, it, it really is going to break down. If to we you, had to, so. if we had to give a range for PSIs that are safe to be in for for a newbie, if you're if you're riding if around you're Vancouver, new, if you're new, and what you, range do sh should they stay in? And you're on the roads and you aim for like 95, and then you say, That's oh, yeah, if, you know, I'm I'm. You know, I'm just chilling today and I'd rather like have a nice plush feel, like drop it 10 or something like that. And yeah. if you're like, hey, I'm riding with Jake and I need to be able to hang on as long as possible, go up five or 10. Yeah. I think that's safe. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I would say 90 to 100 if your training is a safe yeah. range. Yeah. That's, and you can't be wrong in that range. Let's assume that the, the vast majority of people are rolling on a 25 millimeter tire because mm -hmm. that's kind of like the standard, if you will, right now. Standard? So I think 23 still might be the standard. No. It's, I, I know it's, it's going up. It's I know, changing. I know it's, it's changed going up. quite a bit. I'll trust Jake I mean, on that one. But, yeah. uh, no, I, I, yeah. I like to play devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're wrong. You are wrong. Uh, you are wrong. <laughs> no, um, I think you're, you're wrong, Carl Sanders. You know, we're, we're amongst a group that is talking about new cycling, that's paying attention to cycling trends and things like that. Whereas the noob that grabs the used bike on Craigslist or even like the sub $1,000 bike and goes out riding, I bet you they're on 23s. Yeah, there might be 23s on those. They're, yeah. they're out there. Um, I'm just oh, yeah. I'm just basing it off of all of the bikes that I see on a pretty consistent basis yeah. um, and the, the, the tires that I'm helping people get into. Now, granted, I know that there's most of the people that I'm probably dealing with are a little bit more than just your, your noob, you know, they're more, yeah. um, you're dealing with a, a, a basic cyclist. enthusiast, yeah. but, um, I'd say on the whole though, if you look at collectively on the whole, I'd say more right. people are on 25s and 23s these days. That's just my professional opinion yeah. for what it's worth, which yeah. ain't much. Uh, I would not say <laughs> that. Well, that's not true. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, let's move to the next topic, which is what do you do post ride? What mm -hmm. should what bike maintenance thing should you do after your ride? Well, can we go back for one second? Because no, no. <laughs> okay, never mind. Move on. I just wanted to mention Forward like pedal. I just wanted to mention like a couple things for new cyclists. Like check your brakes, make sure that they're where you want them, and things like that before every ride. We talked about tire pressure, which was a huge, huge like yeah, that was going to be. We a dove off. We knew we, that was going to be. A we dove off the deep end on that one for sure. Sorry about that. Check your tires. Probably pump them up almost every ride, and then I would say check your brakes. Um, yes. Make sure you know things are functional. Also check your shifting because we have a person at this table who just popped the 
popped the cap off of his front derailleur yes, cable. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> just okay. I take okay. a look at your tires too. That's another thing. I know we yeah. just yeah. went into this, but just you know, just put your bike over. where you can like spin around and, and see if there's any slits in there or if you've got some like glass or some sort of wire that might be hiding in there that you can yeah. see to the naked eye or if you're starting to see a little bit of the, the cracking that you would see from like it being a little weathered or um, just over in general used, you don't want to go out and get right. into a situation where you have a high speed blowout or you just don't want to be out there and, and be yeah. getting like flats left you and get right. Seven so. miles into your bike ride and your, your bike ride's over basically. Yeah. I, I've got a story here. Um, uh, last Saturday, I was riding with uh, some of the dialed team and, um, and uh, Dustin Shockin was uh, along with us, who is not on our team, but he is a very strong, yeah. solid, super cat strong three or cat two, uh, cat two yeah, road racer, yeah, yeah. cat two road racer, cat one track guy, right? Uh, yeah. Pretty, yeah. yeah. And um, he he was on his bike. The ride we did was, you know, I don't know, sixty miles or something like that. But it had a three mile gravel section. Mm-hmm. We got to the gravel section, and the gravel was much rougher than we expected. Right. And we're all on our road bikes. We're all on 25 mil tires. But halfway through the gravel section, uh, Dustin pinch flatted. Yeah. And so, uh, and and as he was putting, as he was fixing the flat, we realized that part of the bead on the, on the, on the tire had torn off off. but it still sealed and so and he was able to fix it and repair it and now i I think back on this this was a little ridiculous but um he fixed it we rode to the top of the climb and then dustin and i proceeded to bomb the descent i like that i do like that descent because i think i know where you were but yeah so we're up at the top of larch on in in washington right near the larch corrections facility out by the prison yeah and we bombed this descent and me and dustin just got away from everybody else and you know we averaged like 42 miles an hour or something on this descent we really bombed it hard and it wasn't long after that when his tire blew again Oh, and I think and and it was because the bead right. like released because it, the bead was ruined that does not sound on the safe. tire. No, and and when I think back on it, oh my gosh, we bombed that descent. That happened with a on the descent. Questionable tire. We should have been smarter about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I would advise against that. Yeah, <laughs> green green cyclists don't yes. do that. Please. Error on the side of caution in that situation. But yeah. I'm glad nothing happened. No, nothing happened. But yeah, it was. Ooh, I'm an idiot. I'll just <laughs> say Pre-ride, it. check your tires, yeah. folks. <laughs> check <laughs> your tires. And, and yeah. the other thing is, if you do go out and get a flat, um, always when you get back, make sure that you restock your saddlebag. Yes. Chances are you yep. don't you don't want to roll out there and all of a sudden like, oh crap, I forgot to swap out this used CO2 yep. cartridge, and, and I don't have a, all the time. a tube in there. So. Yep. Um, and, and put extra things in your saddlebag as well, like a, a boot. Um, basically, yeah. what a boot is is if you get like a slit in your tire, um, you can put the boot in there, and that will keep the tube from poking out, and it will allow you to get home. Yeah. Um, and I would even suggest to put like an inexpensive little patch kit that you can hide in there because yep. um, right. we've Just all been there case. at one point in time. You'll go through all of your tubes, you'll go through everything, yep. and then next thing you know, you're like, I've got nothing left. Except also, for this little patch kit now, and you know, hopefully bring, that'll get me home. Bring a cell phone too, in yes. case the worst. <laughs> Never ride without your cell phone. <laughs> I've made the call of shame several yes, times. So have I. Yes, so <laughs> have I. <laughs> so yeah, and then uh, get your bike serviced um, yeah. consistently, and have if you're not sure uh, how to do that process or go through that process, make sure that you have somebody take a look at it. You know, a couple times a year if you're uh, not um, if you're out riding a lot. You know, a couple times a year is sufficient. So, all right, sorry. And, okay. 
Okay. Yes. Post ride. Post ride. New people. Can we move to post ride? Are we allowed to move sure. to post ride? Yes. Let's We're do moving. it. We'll okay. allow, I'll allow it. I will allow it. Uh, I would. Yeah. No. I just think. Um, I think people should. I don't think that people have to like clean their bike chain every single ride, but I I want new cyclists to know how to do it and not fear like messing clean. with the bike chain. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's a lot of things like that where it's like the basic maintenance. I think it's important. I mean, I almost think like every cyclist is a bit of a mechanic, right? Like the more you spend time on the bike, the more you need to know how it works and how like mm-hmm. you can, you know, if you get stranded, like you were saying, yeah, like, how can I get bench. home? Yep. Right. Like, and, and I don't, th- you know, I'm sitting here with Jake and I don't, I don't, I don't want to say like, don't use a mechanic ever. Like, you know, like, no, I mean, when you need one, go for it. Absolutely. But don't feel like, um, you should have your mechanic do like your chain cleaning or whatever. Cause, yeah. cause that's not realistic. I mean, I know people that do that and I think it's fair for you to do a little bit of work on your bike. Uh, so wipe your chain down after each ride is, is a great idea. Cause you can, you know, I think you can just pull off a lot of gunk at that point. And then maybe once every couple rides, um, you know, go over it. Like, uh, we were talking about like how often you should use like degrade degreaser on your chain. Um, and I don't know, I think it probably depends on like time of year and a lot of other things, how gunked up your chain gets, but, and then sometimes I go through phases where I love to have like a clean drivetrain and, and then I get to another point where I'm like, oh, I'm busy and I don't care and I'm just going to ride around. <laughs> but, uh, but I think, you know, being able to roll over the chain, um, you know, clean that up and then use some sort of bike lubricant. And if, if your chain is super squeaky, um, that might be one of those situations yeah. where you're not really taking great care of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake mentioned lube. Yeah. 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 Just, you know, bike lubricant. You you need to own it if you own a bike probably. Yes. So yeah, absolutely. Post ride other stuff that, um, you know, for, for me, and, and I think I've talked about this with Jake before too, where it's like, I have so much electronics and stupid stuff now that I plug it all in. I I literally like take all of that off the bike, plug it. I have a little USB charging station next to my bike, like in the garage and I plug everything in. Yeah. Well, I, f- I feel a little bit sad saying and, that, and but like, it's, no, it's but a that's a good, stuff. that's actually a very good point. You should have that little station there because every cyclist should have a rear flashing light, right? Yeah. Just, you should, and you should have yeah. a headlight. You don't have to use the little flashy headlight every single time, but trust mm-hmm. me, um, from previous experience, previous experiences now having that little flashy light could be the difference between somebody seeing you and not seeing you. Yeah. And I've been through the situation where they didn't see you. Yeah. I didn't have a light, a headlight on my bike that day. It, granted it was sunny out, but I've thought in the back of my head a few times, like, well, what if I did have that light on? And what if it was flashing? And maybe that caught that person's eye. And all of a sudden, they didn't make that left-hand turn right in front of us. Could that have changed the outcome of this situation? So um, I'm going to err on the side of caution moving forward. And that light's going to be on my bike. And um, I won't race with it, but it'll be on my bike because I'm going to take that extra precaution now. But um, you should have those two things, in in my personal and professional opinion. And those Mm -hmm. two things need to be charged um, in more more yeah, than likely definitely. they have uh, a USB rechargeable deal on them and having a little charging station in your uh, garage or wherever you keep your bike near your bike so that once you get off the bike, you can just go plug it right in. Mm-hmm. You know, you can charge up your light, your rear view light, your Garmin and whatever myriad of things that you have going on, whether it be a power meter or what do you, yeah. you know, your little jam beatbox that you put in your bike. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because we don't use headphones, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the whole gamut of things you can plug in right there. And that's a good point, Matt. So, yeah. And you want those things to be charged up for you because when you right, go right, ride, your next ride. You, you, you want them ready. Yeah. 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 
now that I'm part of the DI2 shifting oh, group, yeah. cool, you know, yeah. I, I take this responsibility. Now I need to charge this stuff. And now I'm thinking about it. I'm going to go home and charge that right before nationals. Cause I don't think I've charged it since Char- I got it. So. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's amazing how long those batteries last, but, yeah. but yeah. before big races, I always charge. Oh up, yeah, so. exactly. You forget. You don't know this right. morning. You always hear about that. in like big races, you'll hear yeah. like, I mean, I've heard of pros and triathlon Absolutely. fields. Who I mean, how does that slip through the cracks? Well, and you're not charging because, your because a lot. I mean, like because they last could, for six months. Six months. That's true. Like if it, I'm just gonna make it in every at least once a month. I'm charging that thing at least at the very least. Depends on how much you're using it, but I, yeah. you know, you'll be amazed at it. You know, if you want to let it go, sometime you'll be amazed at how long it can go. Oh wow! And and the consequences aren't that bad because what happens is the front shifting stops. Yeah. And uh, and you can easily get home. So yeah. Once a month and before big races is my yeah uh, yeah my little no it's deal, definitely so. getting charged once again but yeah, yeah. It, it I think it was like fifteen hundred miles you can get out of a that's like I mean, two weeks for Lance how two much three you weeks for Lance <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah charge it on the daily yeah <laughs> what else uh, what other post ride tips guys wash your kit. Yeah. Nutrition. Get, how about nutrition and wise? get some protein into your I'll system. I'll be I'll be our nutrition how guy. About, yeah. Yeah. Get Pro- out of your kit. Hydrate. How about get out of your protein kit? Protein and quality wear, carbs. Yeah. Don't Complex wear it around. Carbs. Don't wear the kit around all day. No. Is that e. permission to be naked? Is Do that you what guys? That was? Lance, is there? Is there? A, <laughs> does anyone know? Is that Lance, no, no pants? pants? Yeah. That, <laughs> no pants. Lance. No pants. Lance. Do bibs count as pants? <laughs> Are bibs pants? No. <laughs> no. What do they go no. into? Are they underwear? What are they? There's Bits. pants and there's underwear. There's only those two groups. I think it's underwear personally. Yeah. yeah. Under undergarment. Undergarment. I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah, Lance, you're safe to show up to the podcast. No pants because you rode this morning and you got to get out of those <laughs> things. Get out you, of cannot, those you cannot wear them Can't to the podcast. Walk do you guys dry all of your kits or do you hang dry them? Like do you put them in the dryer this, this or do you hang dry them? I got an air dry function on my dryer that works pretty well. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. So much better than me. Uh, I am horrible. I just put them in the wash and put them in the dryer. So, so do I. So uh, am I. Yep. But I know it's yep. not good for them. I know. I know. And I'm like, these are so expensive. And I'm like, why am I Now, doing? hold on. My tri-race kit, yeah. I hang you dry that. that one. I hang dry that one. There's no way that that thing's sitting through the dryer. Yeah. yeah. Well, you I, have a new, a nice new one. Yeah, when I, I have gotta, a nice, I when I have a nice new one, something, yeah. I usually take care of it a little bit more. more yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, we're in the dead of summer right now uh, as we record this. Um, here in the Pacific Northwest, there's a whole nother season here of pretty much just rain. So um, yeah. post ride after oh, the rain, God. that's a whole nother shooting match of just Dry stuff you have to do. It takes yeah. forever, but yeah, you um, you do need to pay attention to your bike. Um, if mm-hmm. it goes out and gets absolutely destroyed, yeah, yeah. you need to. Um, get all the gunk off of it, probably even like hit it lightly with a hose. Um, just mind the, the bearings and whatnot. Um, and I always recommend to people like ha- get an air compressor and blow out all of the, uh, Ooh, yeah. interesting, all of the things like your chain and your, you know, your headset, uh, your, your bottom bracket. If you can hit that, you can hit the rear derailleur and you can hit the, the, you know, the, um, the cassette and all that other fun stuff. And then lube your chain after you do that as well. Otherwise you're mm-hmm. going to come back out to your bike. If you leave it be for a day or two or three, you're going to have rust on your bike and that's not a pretty yep. thing. So, so yep. do you just use a little can compressor, air compressor thing? You can, um, there, there's you know, other there's options. Been, I, I actually have an air compressor in my garage right. and, and so I just, just hit it with that. But, um, nice. That, that's yeah. generally my, my recommendation. If you don't have an air mm-hmm. compressor, you can like take your bike and kind of bounce it on the, the ground yeah. a few times and then just try and dry it off with a good yeah. clean terry cloth towel and then um, make sure that all of your vital parts have been set up for the, the winter months. Um, make sure that there's plenty of grease on them so that they're not going to be exposed um, to the water. 
and then just uh, wipe your chain down, put some lube on it, and make sure that you do that when you get home, not the next day or before your next yeah. ride, because you want to make sure that that thing doesn't rust up, because that slows you down, and it's not good for your parts. Yeah. So just a little a tip there. Pacific Northwest biking in the rain. Yeah. yeah. This is why I do yeah. a lot of winter indoor riding. So yeah. Yeah. on those really balmy days out where it's just dumping and you come back and you're standing there and you're just drip, 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 drip. Where do you guys uh, disrobe? Is it in the garage or do you guys walk in the house? house my, and My answer is going to be way different than everybody else's. So you guys answer this <laughs> if, first. If I come <laughs> slopping around in the house, I, I'm sure I'm going to get stink eye from somebody in the house. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, what's the what's the requirement for you? Two? I have I have a detached garage, and I've I've made that walk from the garage. Oh, Lance, to the no <laughs> Lance no pants. Lance no pants. Lance no pants. It's funny because Lance lives like right on the two hundred five. Oh yeah, there. it's like super. There's like there's a lot of people that got to see Lance uh, naked. Lance naked. There's He's Lance doing Lance naked. a garage to house Lance walk Lance right now. There's Lance naked again. <laughs> oh, everybody seen that. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. I, uh, How's your my, dog deal with that? Isn't your dog usually uh, outside? Yeah, he's usually licking the sweat off my face. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> he loves to lick the sweat off my face. That's funny. Yeah. I um, have a laundry room right in the, like, so my, my garage goes to the laundry room, basically. And so that's the stripped down spot. Because then you can, take, room, yeah. you can take all of that stuff and throw it right in the wash, which yep. is really handy. So Yeah. I've got pretty much the same situation. Yeah. I'll usually take off at least my socks, though, because yeah. those things will be sopping wet. Oh, they're yeah. disgusting. And yeah. then I do, here's a little pro tip. Um, and thank you, Michael Myers. This was a gift that he gave me a few years ago. I think it was for Christmas, even. And it's a, um, a shoe dryer. Yeah. And the thing oh, is nice. fantastic. So, and it does your gloves as well so as right. soon as i get off the bike and my shoes are sopping wet they go straight on that thing gloves have their little slots that they slide on you turn on the heater and you put it on i think it's like for two or three hours and next time you come out everything is perfectly dry it doesn't stink and um it's very yeah. useful as opposed yeah. to it still being a little sopping wet and there's nothing worse than stepping your feet oh. into some shoes that are a little wet from yeah. like days before you're like yeah. oh that's wrong so yeah. i made a video about almost all of the tips that we've talked through like I don't remember when I, it was maybe this, a week, week or this two. This would be an awesome A week video. or two ago. <laughs> and it was just like six post-ride hacks or something like that. And I think the last one I did was like, you know, consider making your water bottles for the next day or something like that, where it's like, yeah. then you have, you know, then you're ready to go if you're going to bike the yeah. next day, which is nice. And I, I don't love to do that if I'm going to do like a sugary drink because I feel like it settles and kind of gets gross. But if it's just water and stuff like that, I love having, I have also have like a refrigerator in our garage right next to all my bike stuff. So I love having the ability to just like grab a bottle and slam it in the, you know, I, I looked in the refrigerator today and I didn't have one. And I was like, dang it. <laughs> uh, but I love having that ability to just grab a bottle and go and like have things go. Cause sometimes, you know, Jake will send me a, a message like I'm leaving in five minutes and I'm like, awesome. I can, let's do it. Like, well, let's go. Those uh, were the days. Those, those yeah. were the days. <laughs> those days are coming. Those back. were the days. Soon enough. Uh, Soon enough. So, so my problem is that I, I also go straight for the washer, but yeah. yeah, I live in a one bed, one bath apartment. The washer is in the kitchen. So I have to get from the door right. to the kitchen without tracking Heavy. stuff everywhere. Oh, Copious yeah. amounts of so like grime. Yeah. yeah. So I have I will leave the bike at the front door of the apartment. Yeah. And then I will also kind of leave the door open so I can always hear, you know, because it's two oh. seconds in and out. I will derobe and then go straight to a towel. And then I gotta carry everything sopping wet in like six steps. It's like I gotta sprint to the washer to put it right. in. Yeah. It is an ordeal every single time <laughs> I do it. And then also with the sugar water bottles thing, right? I had like my last water bottles. I just let go to heck. Like it yeah. was bad. I just don't know what I was thinking. 
those things were so disgusting. I think I just yeah. gotten like normalized that I had somebody look at those. They're like, you're going to get sick drinking those. It's terrible. So for the newbies, clean your, clean your water, clean bottles. your water bottles. It's disgusting. Yeah. 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 The sugar does gross stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 Especially noon combination of noon and powder. Oh God. Mm-hmm. I it's think that they just it somehow just collects in the bottom and just, I don't know if it's like mold or what, like but it creates it's, an I, animal down there. You're like well, growing bacteria. Yeah. <laughs> I mean like what, what does the scientists do when they're on the Petri dish and they want to grow some bacteria? They're like, let's add, add, add a little, yeah. add a little sugar in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me see the, the noon. That'll work perfect. Yeah, yeah, that, that's going to do it. Yeah. On that same note, talking about bacteria and gross and just yeah. s- disgusting stuff. Wash your gloves, please. Yes. Your gloves and change out your bar tape every now and then. I've had people bring their bikes to me and say, hey, can you put some new bar tape on there? And I've like like wanted to throw up a little bit in my mouth from how bad their bar tape smelled. <laughs> oh, it was God. so nasty. <laughs> but um, that's one of those oh. things. Change that out once a year and make sure you like you, you wash your gloves like uh, I'd say at least like once every five or six weeks at least. I mean, just think about yeah. how much sweat is going through. I do them after every ride, honestly. They really? just go in the wash well, that's because I'm, I'm only wearing my gloves once or twice yeah. a week. It's got to so, be a century ride for me to wear gloves. But put them in. Don't wash them with your kit, though, because the Velcro, if you have Velcro right. on your gloves, yes. will destroy yes. your kit. Or have a bag that you put stuff that has Velcro in it so that you don't and this is a, a good thing that you want to learn noobs um if you throw that velcro in there with your nice new kit that you went out and spent probably way too much money on uh, that velcro will tear it up and it'll look all um pitted or pelted Pil- or what is Pil- it pill pill Pil- that's the word yeah. i was looking for Pil- thank you matt I, um, I just closed i just fastened that's that's, 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 that's what not, i do too that's not ironclad though because oh, those things God. can get caught on stuff and open up or just they do usually because i'll find it on a kit later like yeah. it'll be attached to yeah, a kit, kit. yeah, yeah. And they make these little bags, and they're not terribly expensive that you can get to throw um, that kind of stuff in. Or you can throw your garments inside this bag if you want to protect it from something like that. So you can kind of whichever direction you oh, want to go. That's a good idea. But uh, they're super cheap. There's like five bucks. Go on Amazon. You can uh, get one of those things. Um, we have have a few of them, and they work out pretty slick. So with how expensive kids are, that's important. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. That's a good idea. I feel like I don't take as good a care of my kits as I should, and they're expensive. Yep. Very. Okay, yeah. any other uh, post-ride stuff that you guys can want to toss in here? We, we kind of hinted a little bit on the nutrition side of things. Just eat good food. Don't come home and just you know dive yeah. into the, the pizza or whatnot. You know, get some good protein, get some good carbs to top off the glycogen levels and give yourself yeah. some protein, some building blocks for rebuilding all that stuff that you just broke down and hydrate up and top off those electrolytes so that you're ready to go, out and go to battle next time. Yeah. Um, anything else that you can think of for the rookie in terms of just getting into the sport? Getting into the sport. Find a team. Find a team. Find a, a team. A, a club or a local group of people would be a good place too. Yes. Um, yes. If you're, it, it, you know, a team might feel like, oh my gosh, that's a team. They go out, they race, they go hard, they go fast. That could be a little bit intimidating. Not all teams uh, are going to be open to taking on new people, but um, that's a good place to start. Or a local club would be a good place too. Yeah. Um, for me, telling people to ease into it and don't expect mm-hmm. yourself to be like everybody else out yes. there that's been doing it for you know even just a few months longer than you it, you're not going to keep up with them it's going to take a little bit yeah. of time ease into it and know that it it you know you don't you're, you're not going to get faster overnight so yeah. basically you're going to get that that speed's going to come over the course of time so. this is this is where like and i mean we see this in all facets of life with social media but people are constantly comparing themselves to somebody else, yeah, whether it's yeah. comparing yourself to an Instagram model or, or something like that. I mean, I'm very glad I did not have to go through high school during this period. But I think as great as things like Strava are, when, when, when you're new, yeah, don't scour and become obsessed with that. Just go out, ride, enjoy the sport. Don't sit there and think like, oh, you know, I'm going to set myself these major goals for the first 12 months of the sport. Just like yeah. 
learn the ropes first. You know, yeah. that's yeah, absolutely. Give yourself that buffer. Time. There is no such thing as instant gratification when it comes to God, no, building no. fitness. No, so. not even close. Also, I think a lot of new people are that you know they're they may be scouring Strava stuff or or whatever maps where they're looking at their data from you know their watch or or whatever they have. And they're, they're saying, you know, oh, I did this ride and I only was able to hold this miles per hour on the bike. Yes. That's yeah. not a, that, one thing that I think you'll find when you hang out with um, maybe a, a club or a team, like Evan recommended, mm-hmm. uh, is that maybe that's not as important a metric as you might think. Because a lot of times where it's like, you know, whatever it is, like we know like Savi Island's flat or whatever, like that's yeah. going to be a fast when you say miles Always per hour, fast. it's yeah. going to be fast. Always fast. But a lot of times like you go climb hills and if you hold 20 miles an hour, like Lance did this morning, like that's a hard, hard day. So, you know, the difference between 20 miles an hour and 28 is huge, but the truth is, is it's like miles per hour is not the best judgment yeah. of, yes. of kind of your performance. Yeah. So maybe the, the best tip is just like go out there, get the miles in, have fun. <laughs> like don't yeah. stress about miles per hour. This is um, where we go back to the, like, I think we had talked about some of the very old podcasts, like riding without data for once, yeah. riding without a running without a watch. Right. I mean, I, I have told you guys, I used to ride my road bike strictly. If I was on the road bike, it was going to be no computer, no watch, right. which is, I mean, if you're in a group, sometimes it's nice just to say, my goal is to stay with the group. I'm going right. to, you know, if it's a drop ride, when they go, I'm going to do my best to stay with. Yeah. And you track your progress by, I know Lance had mentioned earlier that he had gotten dropped on the side ride. You would track your progress this year as how long can I hang on to that ride? Correct. Yeah. Instead of sitting there and being like, I averaged this amount yeah. of watts. Just think I stayed on that ride for this long. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and that was going to be my next point is compare you to you. And, and, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gather data. Um, use a platform like Strava. You know, I've, I've tell you guys all the time i love that platform for a bunch mm-hmm. of reasons but don't go out there and, and get discouraged because you're comparing you to somebody else like uh, uh, if i went out there and tried to compare myself to lance right now i'm gonna start crying there'd be tears coming down my eyes because you know lance romance flying jake, on the bike and i'm a big giant turd right now lived jake still has all these koms by the way jake, jake can look back at all of his koms <laughs> that was old jake um <laughs> but you know compare you to you and, and look at your progress over the course of time and then there'll there'll be a day in time where you're gonna be like oh my gosh i'm i'm able to look back and see where I was at a year ago and where I'm at today. I am absolutely destroying old me yes. and I love this. And then you can start to create new little goals. And then there yeah. might come a point in time where you're like, you know what? I'm pretty solid at this. I'm going to go try and knock off some of these like top tens on these segments or I'm going to yeah. go hang with this, you know, this Savi Island shootout ride and I'm going to stay on that. You know, that will come with time, but yeah. just in the beginning, compare you to you. Or maybe the Lackamas shootout ride. Can we yeah. make a Lackamas shootout ride? Is that a well, thing? That, that's what they're working been, on. Yeah. Let's work on it. Named yet? Yeah. Okay. There's a. We can't call it shootout. We got to come out with something else. Yeah, they're calling it. the no, I mean, Lackamas hustle or the uh, the Lackamas hustle. <laughs> we're, they're, they're trying to come up with a good name. Yeah. I saw Ridey McRide face or something like that. Ridey McRide face. <laughs> I like that. I, that's what I, I like voted that. for. I'm like, that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> How can you pass on Ridey McRide face? So, <laughs> wow. Well, good. Um, Anything else on uh, on that topic, you boy? You guys got that you'd like to add? Have fun with it. Be creative with your Strava titles. Don't be a boring Strava title person. Yeah. Do not be a boring Strava title yeah. person. Be like Lance. Yeah, okay. like Lance. <laughs> How about seek the advice of friends on uh, making sure that you're, if you can't afford it, that you're fit to your bike correctly. And if you yeah. can't afford it, go get yourself fit to a bike. We've talked about that before. And then another one, um, find yourself a partner. You'd be amazed mm-hmm. at yeah. how much that's going to help you. Uh, stay consistent and, and have accountability. 
Yeah. So, and it's, it's fun, you know, misery loves company and yes. sometimes it can be a little miserable, but when you get back, you're going to love it. And it's always a good thing to have a partner to share that with. for all the young, uh, young men out there in their twenties, date a girl who rides bikes. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay. <laughs> yep. And I do have one last thing. Um, and it's not our one last thing, but for this topic for me is put something on the calendar. Um, if you're new to cycling and it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a race, but put something on the calendar, give yourself something right. to work towards. It doesn't have to be next month, but like take a look and say, all right, well, I'm going to start now. And in six months, I'm going to go do this, whatever ride. It could be a metric century. It yep. could be like a, just a 40 mile ride. It could be a full century. It could be whatever, but put it on the century and, and give yourself something to work up to so that you can, again, hold yourself accountable and know that you're going to have like a little payoff. And I'm going to go out and I'm going to do this event and I'm going to do it well. And I'm going to have a payoff and that's going to be my stepping stone to the next thing. So just yep. food for thought there. Good idea. I like those long-term goals. That's huge. Yeah. All right. Again, anything else to add to this topic for the newbies? Anything God, that you guys to want to impart? Yeah. We've, we've covered a lot there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot more out there, but um, a ton more out there. Yeah. We'll stop. Uh, I'll stop babbling on. Yeah, that, let's say so. All right, let's get into our our next thing here. We're gonna do the hot seat again, boys. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> kind of like we've been doing a little bit already, but um, let's uh, let's open this up and uh, Lance is be? making one Who's of his Lancey faces, <laughs> so I'm gonna let Lance start with the hot seat here. Okay, my question is. When should I back off? <laughs> I was so hoping it was going to be something like that. Like mileage-wise? Yeah. So I, so I have a big race in three okay. weeks. Give yeah. us your plans. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I have a big race in three weeks. That's what I've been kind of ramping up for. Remind us. Is that the gravel grinder it's ride you It's the gravel doing? grinder okay, yeah. mm-hmm. ride. It's Rebecca's Private Idaho. It's in Sun Valley, Idaho. Okay. And it's, it's actually a stage race. So there's three stages. There's a 40-mile gravel ride on Thursday. There's a five mile uphill gravel time trial on oh, Friday. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> and then there's the hundred mile gravel stage on the Sunday, I believe. Okay. Awesome. Uh, so when you're trained for an Ironman, they'll, they'll say like almost three weeks of taper, which is a lot. It's crazy. Um, I'm not a huge believer in these massive tapers. I, I so disagree either. with I, that too. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to suggest nothing longer for you long is relative right so yeah. nothing super long at from the thursday before the start of your event so maybe a whole bunch of easy rides seven days prior to the race okay. that's my recommendation so when i don't know probably i would say like probably around that 60 mile marker like is that I, too short is that i get to 60 ish i get know? to play devil's advocate here against matt i wonder if i see jake slow jake may be playing some devil's advocate yeah. here too so now we get to attack matt here sure, okay <laughs> so I, I would say I think the reason that we have that long taper for Ironman is because the amount of pounding from running. Okay. Cycling is a very low stress musculoskeletally. Sure. Uh, physiologically big stress, low musculoskeletal stress. I think what you would do would be the week before. So these next two weeks leading in, as much as you can keep things turning over, as much as you can, because I know you got some stuff coming up. I do have some traveling. Yeah. yeah. But you still keeping a turnover over a 200 mile week is still. Yeah. Huge. I mean, that's, that's still big that week before, instead of seven days easy, I would think you need at least two short interval rides. So like, right. Like the minute to one to two minute yeah. repeated intervals, Okay. like 10 by two, 10 by like, like my always before time trial effort workout is 10 by two, three minutes rest for an hour and a half is like always kind of that's, that's the workout. Because you got to prime the engine before that. A little bit, yeah. That's a five-mile time trial. You can't be going to that cold. Like, that's... No. And well, actually, it, it, what what they're doing is we're riding 20 miles 
you know, neutral out to the start. Oh, God. Okay. And then it's the five mile up. Well, well that's actually good at least. Yeah. So it's not just like, all right, wake up. No. Here you go. Yeah. So Evan, if I said take the seven days prior to the race easy, I meant more like within mileage. As in mileage. I'll yeah, agree with I you. would yeah. probably say like to at least two of those rides within the seven to have some pick me up kind of yeah. stuff. And and I know mm-hmm. I've, I've ridden with Jake so many times where it's like, yeah, you know, I'm racing tomorrow. I like to have, you like to have like a shakeout ride. Yeah, openers. Yeah. So yeah. Like openers, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Usually about 20 miles and there's about two to three decent little efforts in there just to open up the legs. And the, the, those efforts are generally speaking about a minute ish. And, yeah. and that's just the day before. And then setting up the week prior, it really depends on the race and mm-hmm. it depends on, yeah. um, and this was going to be my question for Lance, you know, what the last six to eight weeks have looked like. We have to take that into yes. consideration as we go into that. Um, right. uh, you know, how much fatigue are you carrying into this? How, how, how stressed is your body right now? Yeah. How are you feeling? There was um, a couple of weeks in there where you were putting in 300 mile weeks and you were just a machine. Your legs are crushing it and you felt like you were Superman. You're waking up every day. That's where we want you to be when we get you to that race. And we want you to be putting in, like, be able to put in high volume, but we, we don't want to um, miss that window because there's going to be a time where it's like, oh man, just like three weeks ago, I felt great. And now I'm feeling kind of sluggish. I'm yeah. just, I'm suffering to get my, my legs underneath me. So you do need a little bit of recovery block in there so that you can let your body re- regroup, if you will, and then kind of recharge your batteries. But you don't want that recovery block to be too close to that Re- Rebecca's race okay. um, because you're still going to have to try and peak to get back up to that, that peak stage again. So you kind of have to play with some active recovery in there. And then the way that we work that week is based on how you're feeling um, and that how you're feeling is going to a lot have to do with like what the past couple of weeks have looked like. Okay. So, so so let's look at I I have Lance's Strava up here, so we cannot oh, hide from this data right here. We have roughly the last eight and, weeks. And a taper for Lance is different than a taper yes, for me, right? Yeah, Where it's yeah, like exactly. So and this yeah. was like when I was running, I was like I would run so many miles that you know if you drop down to what was your taper mile? Like I would I would before? do you know an eighty mile on a week big still? on a big race. I would yeah so seventy eighty somewhere yeah. in that range, and I would feel freshes. Yeah. Get I mean, in my in my lead up to nationals, I, I just did a 22 hour training week right before, yeah. which for me was coming down a little bit from what I had been doing. Yeah. So you know, I mean, but so here, Lance's, t- so taper is relative for yes. sure. Now Lance's taper, we're talking about a guy who's hitting around 300 miles of quality riding for a long time. That's not like trainer 300 miles a week. This this was a lot of gravel grinding. Some mountain biking was tossed in here too, yeah. right? Yeah. A lot of climbing too. I'm seeing a lot of climbing yeah. on a lot of these rides. Yeah. So since the beginning of June, no, oh, no, second week of June, he hit it's getting real. fifteen hours, eighteen hours, twenty hours, twenty-two hours. Nice build. He had a down 12, 12 hour week. His down week was twelve hours. Yeah, but the down week. So when you travel, it's sometimes those aren't as much yes. recovery as you yeah. think that they're gonna be. That so was like also the week that we did the South Rim ride. So that was a high intensity ride. Yeah. So yeah. longer ride in there. That then after that fifteen, he was back up to fifteen twenty. 26 was the first week of August. And then this week, <laughs> this week he's already put in 10 hours. Uh, it's, Wednesday, it's Wednesday, folks. Wednesday. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, I would say if you should not be hitting 26 hours, how many this weeks week, was that? About seven weeks or so? That eight was weeks? Yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks. You're due for a recovery block. Um, and we're not too far out. Look if you at, were to, to back off look a little at your, bit right now. Look at your climbs right there. This is the week it should be coming down or next week, which you're already planning on next yeah. week being yeah, down, next right? next week will be down. So yeah. next week being down would be perfect. And then after that, you've got two weeks to build back up to, yep. to get to yeah. the race. Yeah, that'll work. That's not bad. It just it, it, 
like after an active recovery week or just a recovery block, you're always going to come out of it feeling a little sluggish and you want right. to be able to knock that out to get through the sluggish exactly. part. Exactly. So, um, and then the, the following week, I usually find like after recovery week, it's usually like two and a half, three weeks after it for me. That's when I, my legs start to come back to life and I can go through another like two or three weeks of just hammering. So your timing is yep. pretty good. Okay. He's hitting this block pretty perfectly. I mean, if you just look at that data right there, that's his, yeah. and just having ridden with him, I know it's not slow miles. It's yeah. It's hard group rides. It yeah. is. He's chasing stuff, and he's 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 hitting really good right now. So absolutely, I think you're gonna have fun at that gravel race. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited really to looking about forward that. to it. Yeah. That's gonna yeah. be a blast. You didn't get to do that last year, did you? No, it because was... it it conflicts with the start of the cyclocross season here in Portland. Yeah, and so I I chose to not do it and do the cyclocross season in that that. Talk about coming in me. off great. <laughs> you're gonna be coming into some so great fitness. Are go. you gonna miss the the opener for? Yeah. Uh, GP, are you saying you miss David Douglas? I am. That's not a bad one to miss. That's my least favorite of theirs. <laughs> and I might potentially miss the next two. Oh, you can't miss Hetmere. That one's awesome. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure if I'll make it because I'm supposed to do Cycle Oregon. Well, oh, if you need so, if you need somebody to ride your cyclocross bike for you at that race, <laughs> so I'm considering doing <laughs> Hetmere in the morning and then driving to the start of. Well, you Cycle were just Oregon. lamenting about how it was not enough miles for you, so there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you could easily do that. Cycle Oregon's well, Short. I'll catch up to you. I'll catch it's up to the group. Seven days. <laughs> yeah, like you got to handicap those poor people. Uh, they uh, you know, yeah. give them a little head start. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Enough about me. <laughs> no, I like that. That was good. I love psychoanalyzing Lance's training. Right there. All right. Your seat was plenty hot, so the seat next to yours is going to be hot now. Hi, right. Evan. So, this is another. These are all very selfish hot seat questions, okay. but I'm making this another selfish sure. hot seat question. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. So, should I shave my arms? Before nationals and two, Lance, I'm not gonna go clean shaven <laughs> beard. But how much stubble should I leave? Lance, you want to answer this one? The, Gosh dang it! You know what? The legs are clean. The legs are clean. <laughs> <laughs> For the last month, every time I bet on my bike, all I do is look at the look hair at your on arms. my arms and go, <laughs> "See it? Like I should be watts. shaving all this." Ten watts. Ten watts. Feels so smooth when imagine, you're out there. Imagine, imagine in three weeks if you're racing without that, how much faster you're going to be at this? Oh yeah, it's funny. Yep, shave them. Shave those arms. Really? Okay. Shave the yeah. face. What do you think? Do it. Uh, the face doesn't Free matter. Shave speed. the arms. Shave the arms? Yeah. So whatever. I can keep... So I have not been clean shaven since I was 13 years well, old, so I can't do that. It won't matter. Okay. Face won't matter. I'm going to at least bring it down to stubble. <laughs> Maybe Lance's region. Yeah. Whatever yeah. Lance does is the most beautiful thing. I, there you go. I shave once a week, whether I need it or not. I do <laughs> not need to shave very often. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Arms again. Shave then. Yeah, I think so. Okay, good. Bingo. It's faster. There you go. Yep. <laughs> It's faster, and this is your big race of the year. Yeah, I would. Oh, it's worth it. Yeah, <laughs> Matt. Here we go, Matt. Your question seat just got hot. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't have a super hard question. Um, one by systems. Uh, so for people that maybe don't know what I'm talking about, um, typically uh, your front uh, derailleur and front chainring. You know, you have a small chainring and a larger one. Uh, but there's been a slight trend of just having one chain up front and maybe having uh, eleven in the back. Do any of you guys ride a one by system? And if you do, do you like it? Do you suggest it? Would you do it on the road? Would you do it on a time trial bike? Those are my questions that I have for you. I would not do it on the road, okay. but I have switched both my mountain bike and my cross bike to one by systems. What if it was one by 12? One by 14, one by 20. What would well, it do? What Rotor, would it take? Has, Rotor has one by 13. I think that's the only one out there doing one it right by well, for the road. Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. that range look like? 
year. Was it 36, 32? No, it's like a 50, it's 11, 50 something, 51, 52. What are you writing up on a 50? The last jump is huge. It's interesting. It's interesting how they do it. What are you writing up on 60% grade at that point? Well, I mean, the whole yeah. point is like you, you don't have a small ring now. Yeah. You don't yeah. need like that. You cover. I guess that the ratio has got to be close to. Yeah, the okay. ratios are somewhat close. They're not perfect, but they're they're saying that it's for it's practical. There's a practical application to using yeah. that, and that you can yeah. cover just about everything that you would need from a two by I'm sure there was ten or two by eleven. Big setup. algorithm that went into that. So yeah. Well, it's yeah. It's just I think it's how much power are you losing by any potential? I know that you're not full cross training there, but the angle of that chain is getting to where right. i mean that's how a, many gears can you yeah, be thrown in there before point. the angle of that chain is taking away some power well they make it thinner a lot of times okay or tighter sometimes yeah. well that's how they switched up to go to 11 speed mm-hmm. yeah uh, thin out the chain and thin okay. out the range between the gears I, you know um I've, I've had trouble with the two by systems on my mountain bike and on my cross bike when i'm going through really rough terrain and there's a lot of chatter yeah. Especially on the cyclocross bike. My my previous cyclocross bike um, had had two um, chain rings in the front. And I it would drop down to the small. It. it would toss it a couple mm-hmm. times a race. Yeah. Just because, well, you know, I'm... If you're going through a grassy section that, that uh, has a lot of bumps and all that bump, it would just rattle it off. And so I wished so many times when I rode that bike that it was a one-by system. So almost all one-by systems, they do um, like they, they do like this even odd piece with the, the teeth of the chain or the chain ring. And that helps. That's one of the things that helps. The other thing that they do is the clutch on the rear derailleur to keep the chain taut. The clutch is clutch. Yes. The clutch yes. is clutch. Yeah. So it just keeps constant tension on the chain. You don't Correct. have that moment when it's bouncing. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah it mm-hmm. keeps it under constant tension to, yeah, keeps keeps it on. Keeps there it you connected. Go. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, yes. Road. So for triathlon. the. Since, since I've switched to the DI2 synchro shift, mm-hmm. I've thought, yeah, I mean, I would go to that. It yeah. would it would make sense now. Granted, we were just talking about we just signed up for Whistler. I'm not sure if I'd want that at Whistler. I want those. Right. But I mean, okay. if I had, if I had a 50 in the back, you yeah. know, it's or whatever it is, we're gonna want a big range yeah. for, for Whistler because we're gonna want to. Yeah. I've I've been very. I know pe- people always talk about that, but I've told you guys like I I rode that my I still ride my nine speed road bike. Yeah. And I rode that all through Colorado, and I was right. I just developed as a very low cadence climber, which is right. ironic if you look at me because you're like, oh, Evan must look super strong. No, no, it's very. <laughs> very not strong over here it's just <laughs> the type of riding that i do i'm very out of the saddle yeah. and moving on the bike quite a bit i'm like the anti uh mike myers like you know how steady mike is climbing yeah you want to see a funny comparison lance you probably saw this when yes. i'm me and mike are climbing together it's like mike is just steady stoic i am like oh, italian I'm and out of the bike <laughs> and like, dancing <laughs> dancing so, basically so on the bike you would consider a one by four triathlon yeah yeah not TT for, for a for TT, I would consider it. Like, isn't Tom Absolutely. Dumoulin running a, a one by? On did he? Did so he run? TT Ooh, that would be Air's correction. I, I think he is. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. He is. I want to say he is, and we can double check that. But yeah. I mean, I well, would do that because I don't think you necessarily need that small ring when Absolutely. you're doing a time trial. And there's there's aerodynamic benefits to not having a front derailleur on your bike, which are not huge, but we're we're we add it all up. We're nerds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I. I think when we start to move to one by 12 systems that they're going to be pretty alluring for even road bikes. Yeah. So, uh, 
And obviously, rotors going crazy with their yeah, one bike. and not for nothing, the bicycle industry needs to be able to sell us something new to buy. Sure. So I think it's yes, just around do. the corner, and I'd say it's probably easily within the next three to but, four years that we're going to see it in road. So, so I have a question about that because I've thought about that, and I'm wondering, like, you can't. Yeah. Yes, you can sell a whole another component group set to people, and that will cost. You know, that will make your company money, but you're you're not selling the front derailleur, and that's an expensive component. So you, uh, yeah, but you know it's what? It's a whole new system usually. <laughs> yeah. It's they'll a whole just, new system. They'll yeah. explain to you why the other stuff is so much more expensive. They'll though. explain it to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking to myself, all right, <laughs> well, you, you know, if you're, you know, you just buy that rear derailleur, you're shifting. That's where it's shifting. So theoretically prices should come down. That's not going to happen. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they'll they'll right. find some Money's miraculously new metal that'll yeah. cost a little bit more, and they'll, they'll they'll do something in there to make it work. My my dream come true is you know like a one by twelve or one by thirteen with electronic shifting for the rear derailleur. Yeah, that's that's the dream. So for actually, TT or road I actually or whatever. think we may have been. So maybe for the tour he switched, but. Uh, no, June June twenty seventh. Here I'm looking at a picture of Tom Tommy D's bike, and he's riding a fifty six forty four. So he was okay. he was still on too. Gotcha. All right. Well, fifty six. I still think it's right well, around the corner, and I still think it's yeah. going to be uh, something yes, that they'll yes. figure out a way to charge us more, and it'll be yeah. the future of the bike. So yeah, yeah. And I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> we all will. I will. I will bite that bullet and gladly bite it. Yeah. Fist of money up in the air. Take my exactly. money. <laughs> Take my money. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, I, I guess Jake. it's my turn. Yes. All right. Um, I've got, I'm going to do two questions here if that's okay. Nope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the spirit of my, uh, pending downtime that's coming up here, um, not being able to do too much, um, after surgery, what would you guys like to see me get done oh. in the next say two weeks? What, what can I do to make this little, uh, dog and pony show of ours better? Let's go. Lance. Well, we talk, I think I, it's brilliant right now. I know. There's nothing I like wrong it. with it's it. It's glorious. It's glorious. It's, it's glorious. Uh, it's good stuff. But well, just like a two by eleven drivetrain, it could be in a one by thirteen. That's so, true. Um, we <laughs> need video. electronic shifting. Take our money. We need video. We talked about doing video. video. We need video. Yeah. I would love to see. I have a face for video. Look at how pretty true. this is. That's true. <laughs> this we'll is just, true. We're, it's just going to be a close up of Lance, <laughs> and we need Lance to put pants shot. on. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be high. The camera's high def- only on <laughs> high definition. Lance's face. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think live streaming the podcast would be really cool. Ooh, yeah. Uh, because granted, the the people that do take the time to tune into the live stream will be able to have earlier access to it, and then um, after a bit more production, two days later, the podcast will actually be produced or so. You know, a couple of days later or whatever yeah, it is. Cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, but the live streaming I think would be really interesting. Um, and because they can actually theoretically, they can actually talk and comment as well. Yeah. Because I mean, I've always said this, like the people that listen to this podcast are part of the podcast. Like you guys, you guys get all our jokes. You guys definitely give us a hard time about all of our <laughs> mistakes or whatever it is. Uh, and, and that's what we want for the podcast. Yeah. I think, I mean, we want it to be community driven. So if we do live, you would theoretically be able to comment, uh, badger, um, Make fun of Lance's pants situation. All of the above. Rant, references <laughs> to Lance romance. Lance. I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah. it, it could be fun. Okay, so, so we'll call. We'll, we'll put that on their live stream. Well, you and I need to get together to yes. figure that out, Matt. And we we'll, uh, we need a in. we need a fifth uh, producer to uh, help run uh, multiple camera angles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Need. 
can we, we'll be can taking we applications. We'll be here? taking yeah. applications well, for that. <laughs> that's gonna be oh. hard. I think we'll I think we'll be stuck to one camera angle for a while. Yeah. Well, there I do have a gimbal, it. and that gimbal yeah. is um, something that I can control with my phone, and I yeah. can actually move it from where I'm sitting. So yes, kind of would work. But yeah, we um, can direct the camera, but we won't be able to have multiple camera switches. There are there's software for that that yeah. we could use, but it's just another. So we've got a little Lance Romance bit. How about uh, a little? Uh, Evan and Matt bit too. Oh, that no. would be fair. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I might, I might have some time something. with my hands coming up where I can maybe we come are, up with something. We are by far <laughs> the two most annoying people. Is it, is on this it going to be like, <laughs> hey, stupid stuff Evan and Matt yeah. have said, like, or just, or just like poor interjections of triathlon things that yeah. Matt and Evan have said, like, like Jake and Lance are talking about awesome cycling things, and like Evan's like, oh, well, into the triathlon world. But when you, but when you sling by Matt, but when you're sliding on your shoes, yeah, that's kind of like running, right? with your elastic laces yeah and uh save yeah. yourself a second and a half absolutely yeah. yes. okay so i asked all you guys that question i'd like to hear that um the some feedback or some stuff from the listeners too what would you guys absolutely. like to see in the next couple of weeks i'd like to interject uh just heal your shoulder too yeah. you know like take you're care of yourself yeah, yeah. yeah. please don't. Yeah. let's hope you're gonna get a lot of help there but oh. yeah that's <laughs> um so yeah anyway if the listeners have something to add to this uh feel free to chime in you guys know where to, to chime in we've told you too many times now um my other little thing too just hot seat things what's a good movie or pastime for the next two weeks what would you guys oh, do if you guys had to like sit on your butt for two weeks <laughs> what, what would you do have you watched the uh breaking bad series did you ever get into that yeah okay because that, that was, was like one of the best things i've seen on television yeah. in the last 10 years yes yeah. so um mind hunters is really good if you've seen that netflix series mind hunters haven't seen that i'm gonna jot mind hunters yeah it's um it's about a group that studied the uh like a bunch of serial killers and it's just it's just a really cool like detective sort of yeah. looking yeah, into but that I, world. I'm going to even say that this is going to be my one, one last thing. That was my question. Will be my one last thing. Sorry. Yes. I'm looking over the time going, Oh, <laughs> yeah. Matt, you got anything else to add to, to my one last thing uh, <laughs> of a no. uh, good movie or yeah. pastime? No, I think, I think you'll be fine. There's, there's so much stuff to, you know, go online, learn about, you know, yeah. our live stream stuff or something. I gotcha. don't know. All yeah. right. You got it. All right. Let's get into the rest of the one last thing. Cause that was uh, my start off there. there. Uh, Lance, one last thing, but, uh, just showing some love to you, Jake. I you, wish sir. you absolutely the best yep. in this surgery and your recovery. And I'm really looking forward to you punishing me <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> over the next yeah. six, eight, 12 months. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be a long time well. from now, but hopefully I'll uh, get back to that. So, yeah. Yep. Evan, one last thing. This fall, you just point, and I will learn how to wrench to help in okay. in the garage over there. Just do the pointing <laughs> on Mondays after the podcast, and I will do my best. But yeah, just quick recovery, and I will. God, I got some. Uh, That'd be fun for me too. I'd, yeah, I'd come help as yeah, much there you as you go. need me have to a, have a party. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's a it's a big learning experience yeah. for anyone that gets to do it. It's, it's almost I feel like it's almost a privilege, right? Like, oh yeah, Jake's going to teach you how to do you know whatever it is, bottom bracket repair, whatever it is. So. Yeah. That's yeah. it's pretty valuable yeah, information. Yeah, you guys absolutely. are all pretty savvy with that stuff, but yeah, I'm always yeah. happy to teach. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. Maybe we shouldn't be saying this out loud because people that are bringing their bikes to me are like, wait a second, who's working on my yeah, bike? Exactly. <laughs> <That's> good point. <laughs> uh, like if, if Lance Evan or Matt any, is touching that anyone, bike. Anyone, <laughs> but, anyone but Lance. Yeah. Anyone but Lance. Uh, one last thing for me real quick. Uh, good luck to you, Jake. Uh, Evan, good luck to you. Yes. Thank you. Mr. Lance. I got nothing. Yeah. yeah. Travel safe, Lance. Yeah. 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 Don't that's cry it. too much. That's my one last Don't thing. Cry just, too much. Just, wishing, just wishing you guys luck. That's it. All right. Well, I appreciate everybody coming to the table here to sit down and talk about all this stuff um, days and days early. And uh, we'll get this out next week um, for us and for you guys. Um, 
it'll be your normal regular scheduled mm-hmm. dialed podcast so um you, lance travel safe um, thank you congratulations on being a, an official empty nester very close <laughs> oh, yeah right <laughs> there and just like matt, right uh, matt you know evan good luck at nationals uh thank you matt you uh have fun Keep, making your next videos go yes. check out matt's videos please you'll you'll Probably, I think if you They're go so and you good. watch all of Matt's videos now, oh you'll probably gosh. save about 70 watts. 73 <laughs> watts, I'm saying. So <laughs> over yeah. under 70 you watts. Can, you can backpedal <laughs> and you'll go somehow go fast. He's making some great stuff. So uh, go check that out and uh, enjoy your trip up to Mount Hood. It's going to be beautiful you, up man. there. So, All right. We will see you guys soon. Thanks for listening and bye for now.